You're listening to Positive Groomer Talk with me, Melissa Vieira. This is my first podcast here on Anchor, and I'm really excited to share with you some different ways that you can care for and manage your dog through training and an understanding of how dogs learn and communicate. The purpose of this podcast is to give you ideas on how how you can help your dog with real-life skills like being groomed, being taken to the vet, and going out in the world. In this episode, I want to talk about choice training and how it's important to train your dog to make choices on their own. Here at MJ's Pet Training Academy, we have a class that meets on Sunday mornings and we practice choice games in that class. So it's really neat to set up the environment in a way that allows your dog to make choices on their own. In other words, you don't always want to have to give your dog an obedience instruction for them to listen. So it's not always about sit down, stay. You want your dog to learn to think on their own and to make desired choices. In our human world, we have things that we expect our dogs to do. So we want them to walk nicely beside us. We want them to be well behaved in the house and we especially want them to be calm and controlled when out in the world with them. But in our dog's worlds, some of the natural dog behaviors that they do are things that we don't want them doing. So when they do things like dig or pull on the leash to go get to see another dog or person or bark excitedly, these are just normal things in most cases. Instead of always trying to stop your dog or tell your dog no, or just getting pull, get in pulling battles where you're pulling one way and your dog is pulling another way, train your dog to be calm and well-behaved by helping your dog make the right choices. Now, I want to talk about how this relates to grooming mostly. In this choice training class that I told you about, we have lots of different exercises. So some of them will relate to grooming and obedience, some of, some of them will relate to sports and tricks. Some of them will be about just manners, manners in the house or manners when you're out with your dog. To give you an example, we might have a bowl of food on the ground. So just a bowl of regular kibble that the dog might be interested in, but it's not as exciting as the high value training treats that the handler has on them in their bait bag. What we would do is just help the dog make the choice to totally ignore this bowl of kibble while they're going through other exercises. So you're training your dog and the dog has a choice to ignore you and go steal that food or to pay attention to you. So the dog's just practicing a little bit of control. We might also do something like wait at the gate that is at the beginning of the training area. And if the dog sits on their own, and wait, wait calmly before pulling through the gate, that's what they're gonna get rewarded for. So we're helping the dog make calm choices and to make the choice to wait instead of pull. Now, when it comes to grooming, we can help the dog build confidence by giving them the choice to participate or move away. And also by telling the dog that we understand their stress signals. A little history on positivegroomer.com. 
PositiveGroomer.com was something that I developed out of a little bit of frustration of I don't want to see dogs have to experience grooming if they are stressed, nervous, or aggressive. So I've become known as the person who will work with these dogs. If another groomer can't groom a dog, they might send them my way for training. Being both a trainer and a groomer, I have found creative ways to combine these two things together so that they're not entirely separate. When working with dogs, whether you're grooming them or training them, you have to have an understanding of their body language, you have to understand how they learn, and you have to know how to keep yourself and the animal safe. Grooming can be really stressful for dogs. Not every dog is comfortable with the entire grooming process. So as both a trainer and a groomer, I wanted to see what we can do to help animals be as comfortable as possible during grooming and for them to be able to go through the grooming process using training instead of just putting them through the grooming process. So in other words, I want the animal to make the choice to walk into the tub or go on, go on up onto the grooming table to offer their paw or to lay down and relax while they're having their face trimmed or their body worked on. So I don't want to feel like the animal is ever being forced through any of these things. It should be their choice and they should be very comfortable with it. If you properly condition and train an animal, they will be very happy to participate in things like grooming and vet care. You can get a lot of inspiration for this by looking at how zookeepers and anyone who works with wild animals or in aquariums will train the animals. So you can't imagine that a bear or a lion will happily participate in vet care, but they can actually train them to go up to their barriers and do things like lean against the barrier so they can have blood drawn or open their mouth so that their teeth can be checked. And this is really quite amazing. So we can do this with our pet dogs as well, but it's important that we're giving them lots of choices when training. You can do things like teach your dog to go over to a station, which can just be a towel or a blanket on the floor that you use as their station and to participate in different parts of the grooming. I'm just going to use nail trimming for an example because a lot of pet owners have issues with handling their dog's paws and trimming their dog's nails. Teach your dog to go over to a station and to settle. When your dog understands that this is their calm station, this is a place that they should go and relax and lay down or sit. It doesn't have to be a down as long as they're nice and calm you can start introducing paw handling. When you pick up your dog's paw, you would watch for signs of stress or just even signs of your dog being slightly uncomfortable. If your dog is uncomfortable, put their paw back down, take a break and try again. If your dog wants to leave and completely walk away from their station, let them. Again, give it a break and try again. When your dog does participate, when they offer the paw or when they decide to stay with you, they should get rewarded. You can feed them and praise them. 
the next step would be to do things like put the nail trimmers on the paw, put pressure on each individual nail so the dog is becoming very comfortable with this, clipping something next to the paw that sounds like clipping a nail, and eventually trimming the nail or using a Dremel to smooth out the nail. So imagine being able to trim your dog's nails without anyone holding your dog or your dog being tied and with your dog actually willingly participating in this. Even if you don't want to trim your dog's nails at home, this is something that your groomer or your vet can really appreciate is a dog that is trained to participate in this and that does not find it stressful. There's lots of parts to grooming and there's lots of ways that you can help your dog learn to willingly participate in grooming. Remember to give your dog lots of choices and to not force your dog into anything. If your dog is aggressive or nervous or having any issues at all at the groomers, it's time to stop and figure out what you can do right now to help your dog get more comfortable with this. So it's gonna take training and it'll take practice, but it's really important. It's not fair to our dogs to make them undergo things that they're not ready for. And it's also not safe if a dog is aggressive or if they're having any kind of issues, it's not safe to them or to the groomers. It's really amazing to see how dogs can learn and how they can participate in grooming and vet care. And some of it is just so simple that it should be a part of every puppy training class and every dog training class. Not every part of this training is going to be as simple as giving your dog choices and practicing, but this is a great starting point. So give it a try, have some fun with your dog even if they're not at the point where they're showing any signs of aggression or any signs of fear at the groomers, just practice. See if you can get your dog to actually offer their paw for nail trimming or see if you can get them to lay on their side to be brushed. This is a really cool thing. If you can do this with your dog, imagine how easy it'll be when it's time to care for them or time to brush them. Never mind if your dog ever has an injury or something that you really want to get a good look at, it's so much easier to do so if your dog has learned to stay still. So give it a try with your dog and hopefully this has given you some new ideas on what positive grooming is and also what choice training is and what that can do for you and your dog. We're going to have a lot of different topics to talk about on this new podcast, Positive Groomer Talk. I hope you come back and join me and we'll have so much to cover. Also, there will be opportunities for you to send your questions and have them answered on Positive Groomer Talk. Thanks for listening. Groom positive and we'll talk to you soon.